if we will treat personal growth like it is a daily thing and we treat it not seasonal, if, if we are literally coming from that place of we're constantly growing, the business follows. That's Jenny Ray Oates, and you are listening to Sister Grow Your Business, the podcast dedicated to helping you, the female Christian entrepreneur, start and grow your business God's way. My name is Brian Dixon, your marketing mentor and business coach, and I'm so excited that you're here. Now let's go ahead and dive into the show. Well, Jenny Ray, welcome to the show. Hey, Brian, how are you? Hey, it's so good to see you. I'm so glad that you're here. I know that our listeners are in for a treat. Uh, For those that don't know of you, tell us a little bit about you and about your business, about who you serve. Yeah, I'm Jenny Ray, and I live just a little bit south of Nashville and born and raised Tennessee, (laughs) but lived in Florida for a little bit. And, you know, I have the opportunity and the privilege of working with really driven, high capacity uh, success-minded women, you know, just women who are really trying to build businesses, working from home, juggling families, who specifically, I right now in this season of my life, working with a lot of women who are finding themselves in just places of exhaustion, trying to juggle it all, do it all, be it all for everyone all the time. And they're just looking for solutions on how to really balance both, like that that juggle between being a mom and running a business and really helping them do the hustle and do the hard, but in a healthy way. I love that. Well, first of all, you, you live in like one of my favorite areas of the country. One of my, yeah, one of my main clients, Dan Miller, we, we worked together for years and he was based in Franklin. So I, I like practically, you know, lived in Franklin every, every couple of weeks. I thought you did. I thought you were in and out a lot. Yeah. It's so, so great. It's rare that people are from there because there's so many people that want to move to, to South Nashville and, and that area. So that's really, that's really fun. What, and what a, what a great, like it's a real entrepreneurial community. And really so is. I think it's a really, like not a lot of people realize how entrepreneurial Nashville really is. Um, so if, if y'all listening haven't been to Nashville, it's, it's a pretty incredible place. Oh Yeah. I actually grew up in Chattanooga, two hours south of here, but I love this. And that's exactly what I said about it. It's just like a think tank and creativity and just it always is keeping me moving. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. The power of like localization, you know, if you're, if you're feeling really stuck, there's right. There's something really powerful about like getting around other entrepreneurs, other people who think like we do, like other people who think growth mindset. And that, and that might mean going to a conference or, or like literally physically moving your family. I have several friends who used to live way out in the country. They didn't know anybody. They moved to a town like Nashville and they're like, wow, my business exploded because it's all about relationships the law of environment that John Maxwell talks about, right? Yeah. What is one habit system routine that's really helped you through the years really grow and scale your business? Uh, When I think about like the habit or practice or something that has really helped me scale my business, it is a deep commitment daily to Mm -hmm. personal growth. And I know that might sound generic, but so many of us will do these one-off little things or we'll grab little tidbits and nuggets, but I am deeply committed to that personal growth because one thing I've taught in my businesses for years is so grows the person, goes the business. We have seasons of needing to develop skills and needing new strategies and maybe like really focusing in on learning those things or learning new systems to support our businesses. But if we will treat personal growth like it is a daily thing and we treat it not seasonal, if, if we are literally coming from that place of we're constantly growing, the business follows. 
And for so many of us, I think we, we, we wake up in our business where we're not investing in ourselves and we wake up one day and we wonder why our business is where it is. And it's because so grows the person, goes the business. Like you can only have a certain stint and a certain season of exponential business growth if you're only focusing on the skills and the strategies and the systems. You've got to keep growing yourself. And so that has been a huge practice for me. I've always had coaches and mentors in my life. And that's probably been the number one thing that I practice daily. I love that. Yeah. A co- power of a coach. Tell me a little bit about your, your like daily routine. Like what's your kind of learning routine? How do you, how do you, how do you, how do you keep that, that educational inspirational content in, in front of you when you're running a business and you know, the, the day can kind of get away from you. Do you have any kind of like a daily practice? Yeah, for me, and this is going to be different for everybody, but I have such a practice of moving my body, whether it's going for a run or a walk or some sort of exercise. And it's in that time, a lot of times that I will listen to the podcast or listen to the things. But again, it's not just the podcast. It's actually then carving out time later where I can actually journal about it and ask myself questions. The power of asking myself questions and really learning how to coach myself um, has, has been so transformative to my business. So I find just, we all have busy schedules. We have to just find those places in our day where it's a priority to us. And we really do make time for what's important. We can get lost in scrolling Instagram and Facebook for hours. And yet, if we can just redirect some of that time to ourselves, and I think it comes from that deep value of knowing I have a value of myself. I have to grow myself because it's me that's running my business. It's me that's running my home. So if I'm kind of chintzing here, then all of those things are going to suffer. So true. What's something that you would recommend that female Christian entrepreneurs, especially those that are feeling overwhelmed, should maybe stop doing? Goodness. (laughs) There's, there's so many things that, uh, you know, we can stop doing, but I would say one of the the biggest things that I have found that has wasted more time, more energy and more resources for me has been what I call the crazy cycle. (laughs) And there is a way that this plays out for all of us, for men, for women, it doesn't matter. Um, And I have a very specific process that I actually walk women through to identify this in their life. But to summarize it, it's this cycle that we get in where we are trying to be everything. We feel like superwoman. We're juggling it all. And it's because we have such a high capacity. So many women have such a high capacity to carry so many things, the kids, the family, the marriage, the all of it, the businesses, and we're juggling it and we're doing pretty good at it, right? We're doing pretty good at it until we can't, until we can't, until other people aren't stepping up. They're not stepping in. They're not helping. And then resentment sets in, overwhelm, stress, all of these things start setting in for us. And we literally feel crazy, but it's because we have set up our life in a system. We've set our whole life up in this way where everybody depends on us for everything. So why would people step up? Whenever we're always stepping in, when we're always the one jumping to do the things that other people could actually take responsibility for and own, and we're just over owning, we're over functioning, we're doing all of the stuff. And again, it feels great when you're on top of it and you feel like superwoman until it doesn't. And then you feel crazy. So I think being able to learn to identify those places where you are owning things that are not yours to own, where you are stepping in 
where it's not your place to step in. If I had learned that earlier in my business, I would have saved so much time and so much energy and so much heartache. And this is honestly a cycle that it can take it can take you out of the business game. We we sit at our desk and we try to figure out why can't I get more done? Why can't I get more accomplished? And it's probably because we have our tentacles and a million different things that honestly somebody else can do for us. Mm-hmm. And there's a cost. There's a cost to us not being aware of that crazy cycle that we get in. Yeah, I'm totally with you on that. What, what I often try to do as an entrepreneur is I'm like, you know what, I'll just, I'll just take care of that. Like, I'll just do that. Yep. And then, and we, we feel like somehow that's leadership by, by trying to help our team, <laughs> but our team just needs it's direction. Not, Brian, it's called rescuing. <laughs> you can't stop rescuing your team. You can train your team yes. and support your team, but don't do it for them. You know, I think it comes from this deep place for me. And a lot of the women that I work with is doing has become a drug of choice them. So where other people's dysfunctions might look, um, an addiction, if you will, might be so glaring and so obvious, substance abuse or alcohol or numbing out on Netflix and TV. But for certain women and a lot of the women that I work with, doing is her drug. She's addicted to that because there is a certain hit and a high that we get off of being productive. We get so much out of going and accomplishing the thing because maybe in a relationship, we don't feel like we're killing it. Maybe we don't feel like we're killing it with our kids or the house is a mess. And we look at these other areas of our life where we feel like we're not competent or we're not as capable. And we kind of don't want to look at those all the time. So it's like, okay, I'll turn to my business and go do something and accomplish something. I feel better. And so if I could say to stop one thing, it would be to start to identify where you're turning to the doing for that hit and that high, because what it does to you at the end of the day, you start to disconnect from yourself. You don't even really know who you are in the midst of all the hustle and bustle and all the doing. What is one? Does that make sense? It's so good. I I love it. Absolutely. I think that's, yeah, for sure. It's, yeah, it's, it's something that I think it's, it's hard to turn off. You know, it's hard to turn off because we feel like we're, we're, we're using our gifts and we're making a difference and people need us. And, you know, we want to be generous and we want to deliver for our clients. Like, like I I can feel the guilt of like the (laughs) self-talk of just like doing, 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 because that's what you have to do. And, and then you add in the faith component too. And it can feel like you are, are, you know, carrying the weight of the world or, you know, I, I work with a counselor and in our first session, the first thing he said to me, cause I put, I put out that vibe, right? Like I can take mm-hmm. care. I'm going to own it. Yeah, I'm going to lead. And so he like stands up, he walks, he walks across the room. He puts his two, both hands on the wall and he's like, like pushing. And he goes, he looks at me and he goes, Brian, do you know what I'm doing right now? Like I'm being Brian right now. Do you know what I'm doing? I'm like, what are you doing? He said, I'm rotating the earth. He's like, that's how you're showing up in the world that, that if you stop working, the world will stop rotating. And it was just like slap in the face moment. And I think a lot of, and I needed that. And I think of a lot of entrepreneurs, right. They want to do that. They feel like the whole world depends on them. And then they get stuck when it comes to faith. Yeah. And we couch our doing and are serving mm-hmm. underneath love underneath. Um, this is what Jesus would do. You know, this is, he would just say yes to everything. But the truth is, is if we it's love your neighbor as you love yourself. Like if you, you cannot truly from a genuine heart, 
um, pure motive, love your neighbor. If you are constantly unkind and unloving to yourself, saying yes to everything when you really wanted to say no, and you're running yourself in the ground and you're burning the candle at both ends. And that is why I, I do have such a passion to help women. You can't stop the hustle. There is hustle and there is hard in life. We can't just say, well, I'm just going to walk away from all my responsibilities. That would be irresponsible. But there is a way to learn how to do it in a healthy way. But it comes from this deep place of valuing yourself enough to not keep couching it under this, this thing of like, it's just love. It's just serving. I just have to. You don't. You don't have to. That's actually not helping yourself first. It's not loving to yourself first. So good. So what is one biblical principle or Bible verse that's kind of your go-to maybe in this area or in another area of business that's helped you move forward? You know, a huge one for me, it's so simple, but without vision, people perish. And when you really think about it, it without vision, people die. It is a guiding light for me. For so many years, I thought vision was just about creating these fancy vision boards. And when people start their businesses, that's kind of something they're told to do. And I'm not against them. I've even used them in my businesses in the past. But a vision is so much more than a fancy car and an expensive home and all these things that we cut out of magazines and paste on this little board. It is something that it's not a goal. It's about who you want to become. And when I started realizing that who that my business was flowing out of who I was, when I didn't have a vision for who that was going to be, who I wanted to be in the midst of all of the hard and all of the stuff, because again, we can't just turn that stuff off. It's about who do I want to be in the midst of it. So every single day, I am going back to grounding myself in what is my vision. And I personally set a quarterly vision. I create something that's like, this is who I am committed to be at the end of this 90 days. And it guides me every single quarter. I have a new vision. Sometimes I extend it to six months or a year because I'm a little hardheaded or <laughs> slow to become that. But it's it's amazing for me how for so many years of my life, I lived without a vision. I lived with a whole lot of goals, but that's very different. Goals will drive you to things, but vision is all about who you're becoming. And I think that's what the Lord was wanting for us is without a vision, you'll die. There's no hope. There's no hope in the things that you're acquiring. Love that. Yeah. I, I think, I think maybe a, a difference between vision and goals is vision is who, who am I and how do I want to show up and goals is what have I achieved? And, and so I think, I think for me, I love the 90 day cause I totally do 90 day as well. So, yes. so as I'm looking at 90 day, I'm like, okay, when, when I wake up on October 1st at the, at the beginning of the next quarter, how do I want to show up in the world? How do I want to show up as, as a husband, as a father, as a business owner, as a team leader, how do I want to show up? And, and it's, yes, there are some achievement goals there, but most, yeah. most of them are about behavior and about routines and about practices that lead to a lot of those goals. Yeah. And for me, it's about becoming it's, mm -hmm. if I become that, then I get all those other things. And yeah. I mean, just it's amazing how it then dictates your choices, because then whenever I am in a situation where, you know, I, there's two conflicting values or I'm being asked to do something and I, I'm like, oh, no, I normally would want to say yes, just to people, please, or, you know, to perform. But if I have my vision as that guiding light, it's like I just hold it up to that and go, OK, is that choice when he says without vision, people die. 
It's, is that choice going to be life producing for me? And is it congruent with the vision I've set for myself? Or is it outside of that and out of alignment with that? Because if it is in this season, it's going to bring death. It's not going to bring life to me. So it really does help me guide my choices, even on a daily basis. Just a quick second to tell you about a free resource that's going to help you get clarity as you seek to start and grow your business. It's called the One Page Business Blueprint, and I'm going to give it to you for free. You just go to briandixon.com slash blueprint to download it today. You know, before we started recording, we were talking a little bit about mindset. And I'd love to hear, you know, I, I, I love following your stuff on Instagram because you're always like just leveling up. You're just, it, I just, I see you as one of those people that's hard driving, but knows how to take a break as well. And so <laughs> tell us a little bit about your mindset and if you have a mindset tip for our listeners today. Yeah, I have. I mean, I think probably my biggest mindset is whatever it takes. And we hear that phrase, whatever it takes. And I think a lot of us have this picture of sweat, blood, sweat, tears, and hustle and grind and make it happen at all cost and at all expense and burn the candle at both ends. And that is what it meant for me for a long time. I have always been this whatever it takes person. Way back in college, I got a division one scholarship and just went after, went after what I wanted. But there was a cost to do whatever it takes that way. And so over the years and after the loss of our son, um, there's just been a lot of really hard things and curveballs that life has thrown me that have pushed me to really look at the philosophy behind whatever it takes. And is there a way to do whatever it takes to own my life, to become the person I want to be, to create what I want to create? but not at the cost and the expense of myself and my happiness and my marriage and my family. And so I've been on a quest for probably the last almost 10 to 15 years, somewhere in there of learning how to do whatever it takes in a healthy way. Um, And one just practical thing for me is externalizing what's happening internally. I think so much of our mindset our, our mindset issues stem from unprocessed and unhealed experiences. And then you throw in the hustle, you throw in the grind, you throw in just the day to day, and you've got all these unprocessed, unhealed experiences that are, that stay in here. We're just keeping them internal instead of externalizing them. And I heard you, you know, you mentioned going to a counselor or I've talked about having coaches and people that I can externalize things with so that we can hold that thing up. I can't see the forest for the trees in my own life. You know, like I need that third eye. I need that other person, that outside perspective to help me. And so whether it's a a painful experience that's happened with a coworker or a business partner for me, um, for women, I mean, we can scroll on Instagram and we can see some woman who has the thing that we want. She's experiencing the life that we imagine that we want, or we are imagining what she's experienced. And it can literally wipe us out. It can take us out all day. And I don't know if you're listening and this has ever been you, but I can scroll and I have to guard it for myself. And I can be like, oh my gosh, like she's already arrived. I'm so behind. All these stories start playing. And I know in your your book, you talk about stories. I've got your book. Um, Um, But, you know, you talk about stories and it's true because when we keep it inside, it grows and it actually grows like a cancer and it just takes over and it becomes something so subconscious, so on autopilot. We don't even know that we're operating out of it because the way our brains are designed is if we don't have information, 
our brain is designed to fill in with data. It'll fill in all the data points that it's missing, but what it's filling in with is stories and assumptions and usually partial truths or total lies. So most of us are living so much of our day, our behavior is being dictated by these stories and assumptions and half truths. And so if we can just externalize those instead of keeping them inside, stick it on paper, look at it, stare at it, ask yourself questions. I, I actually interrogate it. I interrogate the story and ask yourself, is it true? Is it a hundred percent true? Beyond a shadow of a doubt, you know, that's true that she's ahead of you. And that therefore that that means you're behind, like whatever it is that you're hearing, if you can get it out, you can set yourself free from so much torment that is wiping you out of forward progress. Oh my goodness. That's, that's so good. I'm, I am going to need to go back and listen to that part over and over again, because I think it's such, such a great mindset, you know, and another, another thing, I think both you and I are always, we're always looking for opportunity. You know, what's, yes. what's, what's that next business opportunity? What's, what's happening in our industry, you know, just as, as people that are just connecting kind of people. Uh, but, but for the person listening who is feeling like there's no opportunity, what would you say from your perspective is like, some, you know, something that she could potentially grow into. Like it, the question really generate is like, is it too late for her to get started if she hasn't started her business? Oh my goodness. No. <laughs> and that's, I think that's the funny thing is people probably look at you or they look at me and they're like, oh yeah, she's been in business forever. But what you don't realize is I've changed my businesses so many times. Mm -hmm. I started and launched a business in the middle of a pandemic totally just was like, okay, pivot, let's start a business. And it it's thriving. And so it's never too late. It's never too late to get really clear on what you want. And I think the opportunity actually lies in here. It's not about a product that you want to sell. It's not about a thing that you want to create or start. I think it's really important if you're even like wanting to branch into the business world and you're like, I don't even know what I can do. I'll take you back like 22 years for me, like as a college kid in a dorm room, 19 years old, zero experience in business. It was not my degree. It was not my major. I just had an experience with a product and thought I would just share it. And it was, it would be cool. And so my, my teammates on my soccer team, they'd come down the hall and be like, Oh my gosh, like, what are you doing? Like, you're like the energizer bunny. And so thus began a business. It literally started from an experience. And then it was like, I had the trench coat opening it up, like, what you got, man? <laughs> what do you got for me? I've got stuff for you that'll help you too. <laughs> and so, you know, it's, it just started from that place. And I just started with what I had. I had an experience. I had passion. And over time, I have learned how to get really clear on why? Why am I doing this? And so I think that's the first place. The opportunity is in here and you have it inside of you. You'll get the clarity, but you have to first ask yourself, why? Why do you want to do this business or why do you want to do business at all? And then who? Who are you talking to? Who is the person that you feel like you are called to serve? Who is the person that um, if you could dial it in that you're passionate about, and I'll tell you something, it's probably, or he probably looks a whole lot like you because yeah. there's probably something in your experience that is there for a reason. Our pain becomes our platform. Our problems become our platform. They're mm -hmm. the place that 
so many great ideas are birthed out of. So I can't necessarily tell your listeners, is it a product you're selling or is it a thing? But I think there is such a place right now as the world has turned to the home. So much is at home right now. We're doing things online and a lot of us are, have had to pivot our businesses. There are products that you can sell and there are ways that you can learn to do that that doesn't feel salesy. There's also a huge opportunity in the education industry. I mean, it is the next booming business. And so if that is something that you love, if you love to just, if you constantly are finding yourself in a place of talking with your friends and they're like, wow, that was so awesome. Thank you. That was so encouraging. Maybe there's something inside of you that you could share and teach and and give to other people through an online platform. And so I would just say, start with why are you doing it? Who do you want to talk to? And what is that thing that she needs that is inside of you that you could help solve? What's the problem that you solve? I love it. Jenny Ray, where can we learn more about you? Um, well, I have a website. <laughs> so no, there's a couple of places you can connect with me. Um, I do have a website, JennyRay.com, J-E-N-N-I-R-A-E.com. But I also have a just a free Facebook community of women. It's called the Whatever It Takes Life. And it is a group of whatever it takes women, but really women who are looking to reframe that, looking to find how to do the hustle in the hard in a healthy way, regain balance in their life. And inside of that group, I have a free mini course that you can just literally, if you want something today to help you push the reset button and you're feeling stressed, you're feeling overwhelmed, or you're just not even sure where to start in your business, you can literally go in that group, click on guides and just begin. And I have women that will get that message me all the time. are like, oh my gosh, lesson one, I had a breakthrough today and it's so exciting for me to hear for me to hear that because it doesn't take a lot. It just takes taking a step. And so there are loads of free resources in that group. Um, I have some other coaching programs and some other paid resources, but there are so many different free resources in that group. And for those of you that maybe aren't huge on Facebook, you don't even have to go like camp in the community necessarily. Just go grab one of those things and get started on it. I love that. JennyRay.com and check out the Whatever It Takes Life Facebook group. Jenny Ray, I have one last question for you. I'm wondering if you would be willing to pray for our listener today. Absolutely. Awesome. Jesus, I just come to you and I give each and every listener right now in this moment to you. And I ask that you would just quiet the fear that's in their heart. If there is a place of fear of feeling not enough, feeling behind, feeling like it's too late, just the fear of maybe past failures that they're bringing into their current reality right now, I just pray that you acquire that fear for them and that they would know that they have resources and tools and people available to them, that they don't have to do this entrepreneurial journey alone, that it's a lie that any one of us have gotten here on our own. We have only done it with people and community and with you. And so I just pray over them right now also just quieting to that the voice of shame, that voice of, of constant shame and guilt that they're just not ever going to be enough. And I pray that they would choose today to believe differently, to believe that, yes, they're limited. And also 
there is something so special and so unique and so rich inside of them that the world needs. And I pray that they would push past the fear, push past the shame and become that person that the world needs today. In Jesus name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for being on the show today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, Brian. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for checking out the show. If you haven't subscribed yet, this is your opportunity to make sure that you do not miss a show as they come out. Also, if you could leave a comment, let me know where you watch the show, where you're based, what your business is. I'd love to get to know you a little bit more, see how I can help you move your business forward. Thanks again.